Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Holly and Lily Show right here on Recall Radio Podcast. Today, we have new insights for you to learn about. We've been so busy reaching out to our community with truth. We are boots on the ground every single day, working towards a better California. And we are on a mission. And that mission is talking to people and delivering that message back to you. So we thank you for tuning in every Friday at 10 a.m. for a bit of truth. And remember, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay in touch. So welcome, everyone. Welcome to Recall Radio Podcast, where we are broadcasting out here in the middle of beautiful United States, (laughs) undisclosed location. But we have a lot to talk about today because we've got elections coming up, correct? Yep. Midterms. Or no, not midterms, but primaries. primaries. Thank you. Yeah. What's your thoughts? Go. June 7th. June 7th. So... For those of you who have been following us, um, you might already know that we have three candidates. Actually, I like Rachel Ham too, so I'll include her in my okay. stuff. But um, three to four candidates that we are supporting. And, and when I mean supporting, not just because we're, we're going to vote for them, but we're actually helping out in their campaigns. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch of us and there's different people and we're all, we've all taken different candidates to help. Yeah. And um, very cute today. Well, thank you. Um, so anyway, um, what was the what? Let's say what the common theme had with all these candidates. They weren't necessarily all conservative, like GOP. They weren't endorsed by the GOP. No, no, no. What would you say the common theme was? I think the common thing is that they're grassroots military men. Uh, we have Daniel Mercury, who's running for California governor. And in my opinion, he is the answer to California. He uh, isn't interested in, you know, making any new bills. He wants to clean up the mess that's already here and hold people accountable. So that's why I like um, I like Daniel. He's yeah. very well, as you know, you've met him, very well educated mm-hmm. in what's going on in California. He knows the pulse of these of of, of us, you know, right. as a state. And then we have Matt Stoll, who um, is is trying to get into district 21 who's trying to take out a incumbent or somebody who's been there for 13 years, Jim Costa. So that's a real (sighs) tough gamble when you're trying to take out somebody that is part of the system Mm -hmm. for a very, very long time. Um, He's just a, you know, he's an ex fighter pilot and, you know, just another military, another military guy, right? Right. How did that happen? Okay, then the last one was is James, James Bradley. Bradley. Uh-huh. He's running for U.S. Senate. Another grassroots military man. You know, uh, he's been in the game for a long time. He, uh, I think, ran for Congress like three, two, three years, three years ago. ago. Yeah, but he is running for U.S. Senate, and you know, we we uh, had the opportunity of meeting him and talking with him, and and I think he's had it, like over thirty something five years of medical. Uh, yeah. An administrator, like down in, in right, Southern California, right. He's the, he's our medical guy. He's he's what's going to clean up the hospitals, in my opinion. Yeah, like, because our our healthcare industry is such in such shambles, and I don't even know how physicians that actually care about their work are operating right now. I really don't. Yeah, we're going to get to that in a minute. Yeah, but um, we but just yeah. wanted to talk a James little bit. James Bradley, yeah. he's a good guy. Um, 
really um, in in very in tune with the health industry. So for me, I think he's a huge win. Uh, and then I met Rachel Ham. You did meet Rachel. Yeah, mm -hmm. and you know they made it very clear without somebody strong as Secretary of State, it doesn't matter who the governor is. Yeah, that's correct. I agree with you. Oh, hello. So when I met Rachel Ham, yeah, Rachel Ham. Um, you know she, she, well, we met her together. Remember, we didn't even realize it was her when she was at I Fresno City College. This. Yes, she was explaining her experience. Story. Experience. Yes, her experience with all the dark magic that happens, and and I truly believe in that. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. And she had an experience, and she handled yes, it. Yes, yeah. and she handled that, and. You know, when when that was brought back to my attention, I was dying to meet her. And what happens the next day? I meet her. Yeah. Like, you know, it, and she used it divine intervention. It should be interesting. But the reasons why we want someone like her so she's explain her position and what she has the ability to do. She has the ability to make sure that, that elections are done, are run fairly in her position. And that's okay. why it's so critical for us to have somebody yeah. That we can trust and clean up California. Yeah. The elections. Exactly. You know? No, I agree. And I think the two of them would be powerhouses for California. Yeah. So kind of what's going on now is people that are not familiar with a lot of what is happening in California. We've kind of reverted to the wild, wild west. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can imagine governor newsom as the bad guy he's the sheriff in town and he's trying to run it and he's the corrupt sheriff i mean it's like an old western a clint a clint eastwood western so like anything goes now so when you are going to select a candidate you're gonna want the people that are the fighters and the people that are going to be able to take on a lot of this corruption. So keep that in mind. You don't really want establishment right. anymore. And we have to remember what we thought was, um, you know, something we could trust institutions, GOP. Mm. They're not, we're not, we can't really rely on those things anymore. And that's kind of right. like the message now going forward in 2022 in general, I think for this state, but you have to question everything. You do. Yeah. And you know, and I think it, it and we just talked about this, you know, we, we're, we're, we're spiritual people and, you know, I believe in a lot of different um, possibilities of, of uh, spirituality, but I think we can all agree that we are, it is a, is a complete mindset, right? Right. We look at things differently because we've been educated. We look at things differently because we understand the full story through it. And there's a lot well, of- Not only that we've been educated, but a lot of people in the grassroots movement are people it. that worked it. They're, right. they're doctors, they're, they're, they're nurses. You yes. know, they, were, they worked in the hospitals as administrators. They, or they're, uh, they're lawyers or, right. you know- All different walks All of different life. walks yeah. of life. And so it's real life experience that they have been talking to people about, mm -hmm. look, this is how things shouldn't be. They shouldn't be running like this, right? Right, right. right. And, you know, there's few of them 
uh, that will actually stand up and make noise about it. You know, uh, I work in this industry and I was just sharing with uh, Lily here my frustrations uh, over the last couple of weeks here at work. Yes, we're going to transition into what's going on in your industry, we, the medical field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, and this is just one aspect of what's going on in California. And right. I'm sure it's going on in other states as well, but I can only speak on California. But, um, you know, we're, we're, we're having, we're having a, a tough time trying to provide care for our patients, right? We, uh, I spent, I don't know, three days trying to get my hands on one single yeah, talk about Two. the supply chain. Yeah. What's happening in the medical? So, um, you know, I, I manage all the supplies here for, for our office. And I, we are running low on lab supplies, uh, just like everybody else. So I've learned, um, you know, the lab supplies, they used to be where, you know, you have your Quest or your LabCorp or whatever laboratory you, that your insurance approves you to go to. Uh, Quest is one of the biggest, right? Which also used to be called SmithKline, GlaxoSmithKline, which right. is interesting. Glaxo, right. Yeah. So, I mean, that was many, many, many moons ago. But anyway, so uh, here I am trying to get my hands on a blue top tube. I needed, I needed to run... Uh, we needed to have our nurses run a, a PTINR, which is a, a lab test that requires a certain tube. Well, they won't even lend you tubes anymore at the lab. So uh, I've placed, I, I have been trying to place my order for tubes for, I don't know, three months. And all I get is back order, back order, back order, right? Uh, there's always been some some confusion with the uh, labs. I'll, I'll place the order and then I'll get a, a um, you know, a direct email saying, oh, we can't, you, you, you're not authorized. Oh, wow. You're not this, you, you're authorized to have zero quantity. I mean, it's shit I've never seen. Okay. Um, so typically we would, in the past, we'd be able to walk into a quest and say, Hey, I'm from across the street. You know, we need a, can I get some supplies? And they'd be like, yeah, because that's what the community does. They back each other up. Well, now walking into a Quest Diagnostics, I don't know if anyone's been in one, but I'm sure they're all running this way. You don't get to talk to a live person anymore. You walk into a kiosk and then you punch in your name and your date of birth. And if they don't have your order, then I don't know what happens after that because there's no live person that's going to come out behind that door until they know they're going to be able to service you. I stood in there for a few minutes and I couldn't take it because, you know, I wasn't there as a patient. So I didn't have a requisition number or a patient ID to put in their stupid little kiosk. I just wanted to ask if I could possibly borrow a blue tube. Uh, that never happened. I went to several different locations. I talked to several managers at different labs. Oh, we can't do that anymore. Oh, we can't do that anymore. So to me, that's just like, it's just a mill, you know, it's just a mill. And if you're not part of the mill, then you're, you're really ass out as far as I'm concerned. So I ended up, um, having to oh, make arrangements with another nurse that had some, you know, blah, 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 long story short. I finally got my order because I talked to my sales director and I mean, just to get one tube, three days, it took me to get one single vacutainer. 
That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And what about the patients? Okay, so I was calling around to like, you know, friends in the industry, friends around here calling different doctor's offices. Hey, do you have do you have a Bluetooth I can borrow and I'll give it back to you when I get my shipment? Oh, we don't have that anymore. Oh, really? You don't carry that? No, we closed our lab. So, I I mean, and when I hear these things, I'm just like, oh, God, it's more centralized. It's just more centralized. You, you, You look, see, when you're awake and you see things differently, you see the accelerated urgent cares. You see the labs. Everything is individualized. It's centralized is what it is. And they're just mills that people go to. So, you know, the relationship between doctor and patient anymore I think is, is really heading, it's heading out. Well, what do you think is the future? I think it's good. They're going to, it's a, it's a size, one size fits all. And you know, damn well in, in healthcare, that isn't the way it is. That's Every, like communist China. I, yes. This is, this is socialized medicine as we speak. So you not only have the medical malpractice, now you have you know, people, why would the heck would you want to be a doctor? You have exactly. No supplies. You know, I know doctors that have been saying that for many, many years. Yeah. What, what is the incentive of becoming a, a, a physician anymore? There isn't. There really isn't. Well, if they're going to make it, I, you know, like you said, like communist China, one size fits all. That's not what I understood when doctors take their oath, it's first do no harm, but also you're supposed to take each patient individually. Right. Well, you're supposed to be able to treat your patient. That's the art of medicine. And I mean, and this is all my opinion. Okay. This is, you guys can do your own research, but for the art of medicine started gradually going away when Obamacare came in. I, I talked I've about, heard this, about this. Yes. Yeah. And, and this is now, Remember the 16-year plan, right? They sped it up. Look where we're at with with just healthcare, just the healthcare. You've got, you know, hospitals that are following protocols from the NIH, uh, CDC, FDA. Okay, these people. I already, I did a video on it. It's on our YouTube channel. I went through the whole my whole um, um, history of you know medicine then medicine now kind of deal, and. And it's scary. It's very scary. And my only advice to people is you better advocate for your loved ones because nobody in the hospital is going to help you. Nurses are not allowed to help you. Doctors are uh, following their protocol so they can keep their license. And, um, and it's a very, very scary time to be living in, especially if you get sick. So can I uh, transition to something and Maybe you might know something about this because I get this question quite a bit from different people. Can you explain this whole med bed? What are med beds and what's the future with med beds? Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm not the med bed person. Simon Parks would be that person. Oh, but what exactly is a med bed and what do they want to use them for in the future? Well, my understanding, this is just my understanding, yeah. that the med beds are a totally different technology. Um it's not so much your physical health. Okay. It's everything about you as a human being, your DNA, your, um, you know, your, um, everything, your, your mindset, your spirituality, it's all connected into this med bed. And, and I don't what? know. So I heard they've had them for a while. It's not something new. That I they've think been around. 
Well, they the bad guys have been using them. How do you think they look so good? Oh, they're used for what purpose? Well, I'm, I don't know. I couldn't tell you that. But the med beds have the the technology has been around. Remember, we've been suppressed, right? Uh-huh, so we don't know what's happening. Yeah, and we we do know that they, meaning the dark cult, the deep state, whatever you want to call them, the bad guys, what I call them, they've been using these things you know, for their own personal gain and not sharing it with, with the others, with the peasants like us. So these, these aren't anything new from my understanding, okay. so but they will we, be we new might have for to us. Talk to somebody later on. We'll have to bring them on. And if they can, our listeners, we can talk more. We can, we can revisit that. Yeah. Well, if you want to really know, uh, go to connected consciousness the, through Simon parks. Oh, uh, if you go on rumble and, um, you want to you want to find Simon Parks with connected consciousness. He is one. He's a, a, a former military guy from Europe. He lives in England, but he's got he's very heavily involved with the med beds. Okay, so he's setting up these centers, um, and and they will be available for us. My understanding, the hospital has them. Oh wow! Uh, and this was I learned this like a year ago. Now whether or not they're using them, I don't know. And whether or not that's true, I don't know. But I did hear that they're already here. We just haven't used them yet because they haven't been announced. Oh. We need to take control of the media before we can oh. start sharing this kind of stuff. Well, okay. So let's move on then to, um, you know, where we are right now here in June and what can people do in their own communities, given knowing, you know, the different things that are happening, for example, monkeypox, <laughs> that's come out now. Everybody's like flipping out on monkeypox or pushing a vaccine on that. Um, maybe everybody has had their fourth vaccination or whatever it is, and their immune systems are suppressed so that they're open to these other viruses, maybe. But they're running around now getting, they're becoming afraid of this monkeypox. What say you on this? all this stuff, the monkey pox and influenza, monkey pox. A, influenza A or whatever. Oh God, don't even get me going. I know. It's bad, right? Right. So I don't know. I, I haven't been paying attention. I don't watch, I don't watch the news. Yeah. I want no negative thoughts put into my head. Yeah. I have to keep it sane. Yeah. Otherwise I'm going to lose my mind. Uh, but if anyone's falling for the monkey pox, I'm sorry. You better wake the fuck up. Well, do you think that there are, speaking of being positive and having positive vibrations, do you feel, or at least I see other states and other, because I know we have people that listen to this that are coming from other states. Are other people forming groups in their communities? And what are the, what, what you mean like, um, to help the community or well, yeah and also do you think there's more are you seeing more activism i mean what's the what's the positive spin on this you think there's more activism going on given oh yeah okay yeah i think there's more people waking up even though our mainstream media will never share that their days are numbered uh i really truly believe that you you know we get these leaks these little leaks here and there right from the news like i'll see um i have new notifications that come up on my phone and uh and i'll just laugh because they'll be trickling out some information on mainstream media that's actually true 
<laughs> well, this is what this is what they do with that, and that's something we should explain to our our viewers is they do this slow trickle, like they'll they'll yeah. I, I laugh at this, but I'm, I'm sure somebody's going to tell me no, Holly. There's things that are true. Um, you'll, they'll drop an alien story, and then they'll it'll go away, and they'll drop another alien story, and then it'll go away, and it's kind of like this slow trickle. Right. So what well, are, are we going to have aliens next? You want my opinion on that? Yeah. Uh, okay. So my opinion is you have propaganda and people that listen to the news and the mainstream media, like my mom, yeah. they're going to get the, um, they're going to get the propaganda. Uh, there's always been aliens in my opinion, whether or not, they are going to come forward and we're going to know about them is a different story. Yeah. Uh, I, I do think that I can't, I can't go there yet. And I mean, I, I, I like to listen to you because you, you have a different take on these things. Well, but yes, go I, ahead. I, I believe, I believe that, you know, the propaganda that's being pushed is, is fear mongering. Right. So they're right. The mainstream media still has control over that and it's being, it's slowly being taken from them. Um, and until we are spoon, we're going to have to be spoon fed the reality of what's really going on. So it's such, it's a huge information war. You know, it really is. We are in an information war. And okay. Well, you know what? On that note, let's take a little break. Okay. And then we can come back. Okay. Okay. So getting back to the information war, you know, I just, I think it's so important, you know, we all play a role in an understanding and an acceptance. To me, accepting reality as we know it from an awakened standpoint is going to change everybody's perception. And until you understand and have done your research and, and, and know and see for yourself what this really means about learning about our society and how we've been living as a civilization, you're not really going to understand what I'm talking about. So if I can steer you in any direction, please reach out to me. You know, I'd love to have a conversation with you. It has brought me peace to know that I that these things are, are real and they are happening and they've been hidden from us and we've been lied to. And when you start digging at the root of the problem and the problem really is lies and deception. And when you start unfolding that and the truth starts to appear, you become awakened all on your own as a natural part of life because we are spiritual beings and we do live by, by, by vibrations. So if you're living in a life like some, like a lot of people I know, where you're just kind of going with the flow and, you know, you're just, uh, just taking it in and, and not, not dissecting it, not making it make sense, just make it make sense. And you're, you're vibrating at such a very low level. It's, it's like passive, very passive. 
Well, when you're a warrior, like some of us that are out there, and we demand to know what's really going on because we feel it, something's not right, and we're not going to stand by and just let it happen. We, we want to ask questions. We raise questions. And when you start to do that, and you start to evolve, and you really get in tune with everything that we're living in as an environment and a society, you start connecting with it. And then it starts to make even more sense. So don't be scared of it. This is getting knowledge and doing your research. It just, you're doing your due diligence. You're doing God's work because we have all been suppressed in every aspect of our life, every industry, every, every, everything that we have created and that we know and live with every single day we're starting to realize that it's all been part of a plan. And once you can grasp that and accept that, then we can start to make change. So don't give up. Don't be fearful. God needs us right now. And he needs us to stand up and be the warriors that we're meant to be. So today we have Miss Mary Macias here, and she's part of our grassroots leadership. She uh, was heavily involved with the Trump campaign back in 2016. So tell us, Mary, what you're working on these days. Hi, I am working with Matt Stowe, S-T-O-L-L. He is running for con Congress, and he's running for in District 21 against Jim Costa, but right now he's running in the primaries. Um, so go out there and vote for him on June the 7th. He will not let you down. That is my district, uh, District 21, and I'm sick and tired of Jim Costa. I've been trying to get rid of him for decades. He's nothing but a gopher, only comes out every two years, and that's it from him. So um, that's what I'm doing now. I'm working very hard to get Matt Stowe um, elected and then run against Jim Costa and beat the crap out of him. Yeah. All right. Thank and you. what about um, Daniel Mercury and James Bradley? Uh, what do you think about them? Uh, I really like both of them. I met them personally. I really like what Daniel Mercury says. He has a lot of passion. He'll completely revamp California as the governor of California, which we need because we are so sick and tired of this one-party state yes. that's run by Democrats. And when I say and Democrats, rhinos. when I say Democrats, I mean the far left. And I also include the rhinos that haven't done shit up there in Sacramento. <laughs> so in regards to um, Bradley, um, he's also another one that I feel is going to make a difference here in California as our senator. So please remember those three when you go to vote on June the 7th. Please vote for Matt Stowe in District 21. Matt, um, Matt Stowe for District 21. Uh, James Bradley for, for Senator, U.S. Senate. US Senate. And of course, Daniel Mercury for California for Governor. Thank you. Thank you, well, thank Mary. You, Mary. We appreciate you stopping yes, by. We, yes. We'd like to see you every now and then. Yeah, um, please, if you need uh, to, if you want to volunteer, just give us a call. Um, or a message. 
message or us. message yeah. us and we'll get you connected thanks yeah. thank you so much mary okay. appreciate you coming by today yes we have her out she's she's take she's taking some flyers down to an event that we have and um we're busy here yes we're working it we're working right? it we're working it so you know lily and i are sitting here and we have mary that came in and we um we just uh you know we ha we all have our own opinions about things so i want to play for you where i think this guy hits it in a nutshell i don't know if anyone watches or follows uh, David Nino Rodriguez. Um, I think he's Nino's corner, but he said something, uh, yesterday. I listened to it. I think he said it two days ago, but I listened to it yesterday that really hit home for me because I think this is exactly where we're at when it comes to our society <clears throat> and the ways that we think. So I'm going to play this clip for you. All right, folks. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Give me a thumbs up if you hear me. <laughs> Folks, I'm just going to start off like this. I'm going to say it like this. The Great Reset will not, I repeat, will not beat the Great Awakening. It's not going to fucking happen. A third dimensional consciousness cannot beat a fifth dimensional consciousness. It doesn't happen. You can't put the Great Awakening consciousness back into a box. It's out. The cat's out of the bag. And we're going to keep waking up. The more of this prolongs, the more of this, the more of this it goes, we keep waking up. They can't beat that. It's a consciousness, folks. Think of it as a consciousness. Third dimensional consciousness, power, power grabs. Fifth dimensional consciousness, elevated. We see everything from an aerial view. We're looking at their pathetic ways as a third dimensional consciousness. Transhumanism, the whole thing, third dimensional consciousness. We're looking at this from an aerial spiritual view. Understand that no matter how fucking far this goes, however long it takes, we are an elevated consciousness. We are a, a great awakening consciousness. We're not the third dimensional bullshit that they're playing. That old trickery, that old magic only works in a third dimensional consciousness. Celebrities, propaganda, that third dimensional consciousness. We are elevated. We're, up, we're past that now. We're fucking past that. So under, grip that first, grip that first. So I, I played this because when I heard him talk and, and make this statement, to me, it, it, it totally sums it up for everything that I've learned, everything that we've been working on, and, um, you know, just everything that's going on in today's world. We are really leaving a third dimensional society. For people that are awake, not woke, but awake, we see things differently. And a lot of people probably don't know how to identify it or even explain it. So, you know, that to me just hit home. Um, we can never turn back. Just know that if, if you have done your deep dives and you have educated yourself and empowered yourself with information, truth, you know, not falling for the for the continuous lies that we've been fed for decades. And if you're at that point in your life and you see things completely different, I mean, you know, we can never go back to the way it was. So I just wanted to leave that with you, you know, um, do a lot of praying. Uh, I believe in a higher source. I believe in a lot of different things. 
And I also believe that we have the power to make the change. We as a society can do this. And, and I can't, I can't express enough how powerful we really are. We just don't know it yet. And once you find your power and once you find your, you know, the truth, you know, really bringing it back to your own self, um, you're going to see things totally different and you're not going to fall for the lies. So I wish you all a great weekend. Don't forget June 7th, we have this primary election. We want Daniel Mercury as our California governor. We want James Bradley for U.S. Senate. And those of you that live in District 21, which I looked at the map, it's a pretty, it's, it's, it's a pretty significant map. I mean, it's not just Fresno. It goes all the way to Easton and Dinuba and all the rural towns. If you live in those rural areas, Reedley, Exeter, you know, do something different and actually realize that there are people out here that are trying to make a difference. You just have to find them because mainstream media will hide them from you. So have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Take care. Thanks for listening to Recall Radio Podcast with your hosts, Holly and Lily. To find out more on today's show, visit us at recallradiopodcast.com. Subscribe to us on YouTube and Rumble. This show wouldn't be possible without the help of grassroots recall volunteers who are on the ground every day. Until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay in touch.